If you're a woman seeking a safe space to hear genuine conversations about faith, family, mental health, and life as a modern day woman, then girl, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Desiree Ofori podcast. Some of this stuff is like, yeah, I can completely quit it. But other parts of it, it's like you really need to learn to practice discipline. That's your real problem um, at the end of the day. Hey everyone, if this is your first time here, welcome, welcome, welcome. And if you are returning, hey fam, how you been? It's been a week. It's been a week since I've last posted. But I'm alive. I'm good. I'm well. I decided to take a scheduled break because I was beginning to feel that tinge of burnout start to pick up. I have been through burnout so many times and I'm finally at the place where I'm like, if I start to feel the beginnings of that, I know I have to do something about it. And so instead of pushing past that limit, pushing past that boundary of the burnout feeling, I decided we're gonna pull back, we're gonna take a little rest, and then we're gonna regroup and then start again. So I've decided to make it official every six to eight weeks, pushing closer to the eight weeks, that I'm going to give myself permission to have a week off, maybe two if needed, but there is no reason to keep trying to bust my butt, for lack of better words, and push past that those feelings of overwhelm and tired and fatigue and, and burnout, push past all of those red flags just to get content out because I'm trying to meet a goal. If God really is in control, like I'm saying that he can have control over my business, over my social media platforms, over my YouTube channel, over my podcast, over my life, then it's gonna be okay if, I feeling, if I'm feeling tired and like, okay, I'm gonna need to take a little step back because me pushing past that is me believing that I'm in control and that me pushing past is gonna make me it's gonna somehow I'm going to be able to make things happen that wouldn't have happened if I didn't stop and I have decided if you've been following me my journey listening to my podcast or watching videos you know like I'm giving God control over all of this and I'm pulling back because the hustle and bustle culture thing sleep when I'm dead that ain't for me I know what that does for me when I push past it and I'm finally at a place where I can respect that I've grown enough to respect that and be like okay let's take notice and let's pull back a little bit so that's what I did and I have been going pretty hard since January I'm really really proud of myself for the consistency of posting you know either a video every week or a podcast every week or both every week it's been like since January the first week of January one to two times a week I've been putting out content and um I'm really proud of myself for doing that and so if I need to take a break that's my reward <laughs> so I didn't want to get to the point where I'm like I'm gonna take a long extended break and then lose momentum so that's why I'm here after just one week I was going to do a whole vlog and all of this kind of a stuff but I'm like keep it simple Let's just get a video out, get an episode out, and then we can do all the razzle-dazzle the following weeks after that. We've got time, plenty of time. So today I wanna to talk to you about my social media detox from Instagram, how that's been going, and I also wanna to talk to you about the revelation that I've had about being a stay-at-home mom versus a career mom, 
a lot has happened in one week but the revelations have been necessary the experience has been necessary to I would say change my heart posture and make me realize just like yeah I'll talk about it. I don't want to I don't want to put any spoilers um we're gonna we're gonna get into it so let's talk about social media detox so a couple of weeks ago I decided to stop everything take Instagram Facebook and TikTok off of and YouTube off of my phone I took the apps off of my phone and I was going to just do everything online like on the computer and the problem I ran into was that I realized my mind has been so trained to create for Instagram with their reels with their stickers with all the little graphics and all the little doodads like all of the extra things that you can do through Instagram I was so used to creating for Instagram that when I went to the computer I realized that there was a lot of those features that I was not able to do through the computer and so I found myself still sneaking into Instagram just to get the post up, just to get the story up, just to get the extra features, the, to, you know, link to things and all of that stuff. I, I found myself within that first week, like pretty much back into Instagram, even though it wasn't on my phone the whole time. Like I still did end up uploading it to my phone a couple of times that week. Um, checking messages through Instagram I thought it would be okay but then you know people are sending you videos of reels or posts on Instagram so then you go and you follow the link and the next thing you know you're like back into the rat race again and I'm like oh I cannot okay we gotta we gotta we gotta pull back this is not gonna work I'm not I'm not gonna do this this is not how this is gonna go down and so I decided the following week to like all right let's start over let's pick you know what app we're going to stick with and do that and so I decided to let go of Instagram again I made an official post on Instagram and in my feed and my stories I have a highlight explaining all of that so if you want to go check it out I'm at Desiree.Ofori on Instagram so you can see all of that and then as far as Facebook I did download it back onto my phone because I was finding that even doing it through the computer I was kind of spending more time and more effort trying to create things to schedule um, that it just kind of to me it just felt like it defeated the purpose of saving time and energy I just I'm gonna need a little bit more time to understand how to work the computer side of Facebook um, versus what I'm so used to doing on the phone with the phone it's quick I can do what I gotta do and I can be out Whereas on the computer, like I was still spending probably as much time as I did on Instagram and Facebook combined trying to get a simple post out. And I'm like, that is kind of defeating the purpose also. My goal is to spend less time on these platforms and more time in real life. And so I have Facebook back on my phone and I brought YouTube back on my phone also because I wanted to be able to create shorts and post to my community tab but I was finding difficulty being able to do that on the computer as well I don't even think there's an option if there is an option and I'm missing it like let me know in the comments or email me message me like how I can do that but as of right now I have YouTube and Facebook back on my phone so right now I am completely off of Instagram and I am completely off of TikTok 
two out of four is not too bad in my book. I'm gonna give myself grace for that <laughs> because I'm pretty much an all or nothing type of person and I'm learning that it doesn't always have to be all or nothing. Sometimes you gotta like give yourself gradual steps to like be nothing <laughs> with certain things. And so in certain things, yes, you gotta be all you gotta be all or nothing. But in this situation, I am like easing my way out instead of like cold turkeying. So no Instagram, no TikTok, even on um, Facebook on the professional business side, you can still check Instagram if you have your pages connected. Um, but I decided I'm not going to check messages and I'm not going to post anything over there. Like I'm just done. I'm just done for Instagram right now. Um, on Instagram, I did say that I would come back to let everybody know when I publish or when it's about to publish my next devotional journal um i have a herbal faith i'm looking at it right now it's the herbal faith 31 day guided journal it has 31 days of affirmations um i need to get a new one <laughs> so i can show you one that's blank but like every day is a new affirmation based off of scripture and then you have areas where you can write down your gratitude your prayers and like just life lessons of the day and so people have been asking me to come out with a second one or to come out with one that's more of a devotional style so having like actual passages of um scripture and the story and you know life application type stories to go along with it so i've been working on that for like over a year <laughs> and i've just been putting it off like i'll get into the zone and working on it and putting it off get into the zone and so I decided you know um I'm just gonna like this week I'm really gonna hone in and get it done this month hopefully this month I was supposed to launch it last year this time but you know now that I don't have some of social media I'm pushing that to the side I'm gonna put more of my energy into that devotional so I said that I would come back to just let them know and then I'm out again my long-term goal for this year for Instagram is to be off for the rest of the year minus that part portion just to let them know that the devotional is out but um other than that like I don't know I have not um I think I went in once because again somebody sent a link for something and I went to see what it is and then got back out like I didn't scroll or anything I just went to that one post to see what it was they were talking about and then I got out and then I did go back in trying to look for a picture of somebody <laughs> to show someone else. And then I was like, what am I doing? Get out. They don't have to see the picture. It's all right. Let it go. <laughs> so um, those are the two times. And that happened within two days of each other. But the rest of the week, nothing. Um, on the business side of Facebook, I haven't looked at my Instagram messages. So I have no idea what's going on over there. And part of me wants to go over and be like, Oh, let me create like an automatic message. But I was like, No, does that you're just giving yourself another excuse to go back in there. You've have the post, you have the highlights, you've let people know in your stories, whoever saw it within that 24 hours, they saw it, they know what's going on. That's it. You don't Oh, any more explanations and the people that you are worried about missing their messages who matter they all have your phone number or they follow you on Facebook so if they're really concerned they have other ways to reach you another thing that I did to help me not miss it so much is because I used to follow a lot of artists 
and some of them I have you know befriended through Instagram so what I decided to do was like since I'm not gonna be able to see their posts and most of them post majorly on Instagram I decided to sign up to their email list and that has been awesome so whenever they send out an email I get to see it I get to see what's going on with them I can check in with them um, some of them I have seen have started to gravitate towards YouTube and are now having YouTube channels and stuff. So now I can connect with them there. So it's like God is making a way whoever I want to be in contact with whoever I want to follow. There are other ways like it doesn't have to be on Instagram. And I love that people are not only branching out to other platforms, but you know, for those who are able to hit all of the different platforms and do them well, like I can still be in connection with them in other ways. So that has been nice. So this following week, I'm going to try to not go on Instagram at all, whether somebody sends a link or um, even for TikTok, because I have some family and friends who send, you know, videos via, via link or whatever. I'm not going to go in. Um, my goal this week is to not go in at all. Um, whether it's through the app or through the link, I'm not going to be checking messages. Like I said, my information is available at how to reach me, how to find me. I've updated my bio and I'm just going to keep doing what I was doing and just stay focused. As far as Facebook, I realize that I don't operate on Facebook the same way I do on Instagram. Like I was big into Instagram stories, but I don't do that so much on Facebook anymore. Most times anyways, my Instagram stories were just feeding right into my Facebook story. So I wasn't even, you know, uploading stories, you know, natively or organically from Facebook. It was like everything was coming from Instagram and automatically posting to Facebook. And so since then, like I don't post really to my stories like that. I don't feel the urge to um, like Instagram. It just felt easier to just like take a video, take a picture and post it up. Whereas Facebook, I'm a little bit more reserved on Facebook and more conscious about what I'm posting because I know, I don't know, it's weird because like, I I feel like I have more connection with people on Facebook, like real life people. And I don't, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's like TikTok and Instagram. It just feels like just post it, whatever, free, blah, blah, blah. But Facebook, I'm more reserved and like, I just want whatever I post to like make not only sense but to bring value and with Instagram especially in the stories like it was kind of mindless even though I was intentional about certain things but on Facebook I'm more intentional and more reserved so I think that has been good for me um I'm also sharing more pictures and videos and just having conversations with friends and family off of the apps like within like text messages or Marco Polo or sending audio messages and even through messenger facebook messenger um having conversations on facebook messenger which is totally fine for me it was just the feeling of constantly posting and then getting you know i call it now intrusive <laughs> i feel like instagram and tiktok facebook can be too but especially for me instagram and tiktok was very intrusive the amount of content that just kept coming and YouTube can be that way too especially if you start watching shorts because then they'll just start coming and coming and coming and that I realized has made me feel like very anxious and so I'm like mm, we're not going to really get into those shorts like that because <laughs> this is like another real TikTok thing coming in together we're not going to do that same thing with Facebook 
So I am going to limit myself on that. And some of this stuff is like, yeah, I can completely quit it. But other parts of it, it's like you really need to learn to practice discipline. That's your real problem um, at the end of the day. So like Instagram, Facebook, that, that's a lot of temptation for me. So it's harder for me to practice that willpower and discipline. But for Facebook and YouTube, I feel like it's been easier for me to recognize and follow through with the discipline of like, okay, that's enough. Let's get off. So I thank God for that, for that awareness and realization that this is really a willpower and discipline issue. Um, yeah, we can blame the apps all day, every day. They're doing what they're supposed to do. They're doing what they were made and created to do. They do it very well. That's why they're like billion dollar companies <laughs> but at the end of the day it comes down to us like our willpower our discipline our morals our boundaries and respecting that and then moving accordingly so there's that but um yeah that's my little update if you are also trying to let go of it let me know in the comments send me a message um i would love to hear how it's going for you or the reasons why and I just hope that it goes well for you at the end of the day. As far as the motherhood thing, stay, being a stay-at-home mom and being a career woman, I worked this past week three days in a row part-time at an office and I was doing some data entry. So it was light work. It wasn't anything like crazy or heavy, but I had to get back in the routine <laughs> of getting up, getting the kids ready with my husband, um, packing lunches and stuff like that, and then turn around and do the same thing for me. Get dressed, pack my lunch, get my breakfast on the go, make sure I'm out the house at a certain amount of time to get there on time. Work those few hours, not be on my phone at all, which was good because I didn't feel like the need to keep checking my phone because I wasn't really on social media like that anyway. And then after work, drive to go get the kids and then come home and then try to put dinner together and then um try to you know be a what you call it um referee <laughs> and then there's bedtime and trying to catch up with housework and laundry and stuff and it was a lot it's a lot and it's okay for like one day to do that but then like three days in a row by like the end of the second day, I was like, okay, I need to hurry up with this data entry test so I can be done. And thankfully I did get done earlier. And listen, I worked the third day from nine to 12 and I went home immediately and took like a two hour nap until it was time to go pick up the kids. I missed messages. <laughs> I missed, I missed so much. Like I was out, I was so tired. And that's when I realized, like, girl, it is a blessing to be a stay-at-home mom. Not only to be a stay-at-home mom, but in my position, my kids are out to school. Like, I don't homeschool. I don't feel at this point in time in our life that is wise for us. <laughs> um, maybe at some point if we needed to, but I feel very confident in the school that they go to. They go to a Christian school, which does not say a whole bunch of anything because there's still foolishness. No matter what school, private school, Christian school, Montessori, charter school, public school, there is foolishness and things that go on in every school. But 
Um, and you cannot control everything that's going on. If they're not in your house, like you're limited on what you can control. Um, you can advocate, you can speak up, you can be a presence so they know what's up, but still they're at in their hands. But I am feel very comfortable and confident in the education and the environment that they're in right now at the school that they're in. So um, that works for us, that works for our family. And so from the time that they leave home and I am home, I have several hours to myself before I have to go and pick them up from school. And so within that time, if I want to rest, I can. I can have my quiet time with God. I can read my Bible, do my devotionals. I can do housework. I can go run errands. I can do artwork. I can do admin stuff for my business. Like there's a lot of things that yes, I do have to juggle um, <laughs> within those few hours that feel so short because it goes by so fast. But I have options and I have flexibility. I can go work part time and do temporary jobs um, and then you know take care of my household like there's just a lot more flexibility that I have than I really um gave credit to and I think the thing that I have been missing and been so focused on for the last several years because I've been now a stay-at-home mom for five years now full-time I think the thing that I've been missing is how valuable time is and how rich I am with time um, yes, I have a lot of things to do within those that time constraint, but I still have a lot of time. And then after my kids get home from school, I still have a few hours with them, you know, to love on them, to nurture them, to talk to them, to teach them things. Like I, I know it, I'm going to take a little tangent a little bit. People talk often about how um mm, I'm trying to be careful with how I say this <laughs> people say that um and I think this is more true if you work like a nine to five and then have to have your children in aftercare or extended care or you know that you don't really get home till everybody doesn't really get home to maybe like six or seven o'clock I think that is more for those people, but for the people who, for the moms or parents who work from home, who go and pick up their kids, and then your workday is pretty much done by the time you go pick them up and you still have like several hours, like they get out of school, you know, say three o'clock, from three to eight, nine o'clock bedtime, that's still several hours. I am still raising my children. I am still in charge of what they eat, what they're watching, what they're doing. I am still raising my children. So I do feel a little, mm, hold on now. <laughs> when people are like, you send them to school and they just do whatever and the other people are raising your children. Other people are not raising my children. I am raising my children. The school is a part of their village. I still get to raise them. I still get to nurture them. If they learn something from school and they bring it home, I can still talk to them about it um like that's that and if you want me to go more in depth about that I will but I just had to put that in there a little bit so you know with being a stay-at-home mom I can adjust my day as needed so that when they come home like I am not so fatigued and so tired that I can't pour into them that I can't spend time with them and one thing I did realize also was that 
I've taken for granted that like once they come home, I'm still trying to do work on the side. It's like, no, sis, you had these few hours from the time they left and to the time they come back home. That is your block of time. Do what you need to do. And we talked about this in one episode about managing the overwhelm with Justina Butler, um, an emotional um, intelligence coach. And she was saying the same thing, like you have that block of time. That is your time. Now, when the kids come in, now that is their time. Like you have to respect those boundaries. And so I've learned the importance of doing that. And I think that this past week and realizing like how tired I was, even though it was just a few hours, like I'm like, God, if I was to really work full time somewhere every day and then have to go pick them up and still be present for them, like that is very tiring for me. That is very draining for me. I was not, I don't think I was in my best self those three days when it came to the evening time dealing with the kids. The other two days of the week was a little, um, challenging because I was dealing with some pain and health stuff but and just overall fatigue trying to make up because the weekend before was very busy so like going from a busy weekend and then right into Monday working and school it, it's a lot like it's a lot one thing I would say is that it is hard motherhood is hard in general whether you are a stay-at-home mom stay-at-home mom with your kids at home stay-at-home mom homeschooling stay-at-home mom with a side business, stay-at-home mom with your kids out of the home, or you're working part-time, no matter what your situation is, you are a mother, you have children, they are your responsibility, you have a household to take care of. It is hard. It is hard. It is hard. No matter how you slice and dice it, it is hard. There may be different levels of difficulties. There may be different challenges that you come through. Um, some people may be able to handle certain things different than others. But at the end of the day, it is hard. You just got to choose your heart. Each one comes with a sacrifice. For me, you know, doing that extra part-time job, the sacrifice was like, I'm going to take away from being able to do stuff at home. I'm going to be take away from being able to have my usual quiet time with God in the morning. It's going to take away from me to go, go work out in the morning. Like that was the thing that I had to sacrifice, but I gained some extra money that can buy me a new mic that you're listening to me through to, um, that I might end up taking back. <laughs> but like it allowed me to have extra money to do certain things for my business that I'm excited to share with you guys soon. But it cost me. All of that still cost me. Um, being a stay at home mom and not working outside of the home, having a business that's going through a slow season right now, restructuring and all of that. Yeah, that is awesome to be able to take care of my home, cook, clean, have quiet time, do take care of myself, self-care, but it comes at a cost like I don't have that extra money right now. And that is a sacrifice. And so it comes down to like you have to figure out like what is the priority to you? And each season is different. Like a season can last for a couple of years, it can last for a couple of months, but like what is realistic and what is a priority to you in that season and then make your decision based on that. And depending on what the priority is, whatever you're going to have to sacrifice, you need to fix your heart posture to realize like, this is not forever. This is just a season. This is what we got to do right now. And as much as I'm sacrificing this, 
like this priority is more important right now and I'm going to put my heart and my all towards what is a priority to to us right now and make that work so that you know the sacrifices don't feel so heavy or not that difficult or I, I can make up for it in one way or the other. I would say for like parents who are working full time and you got to get the kids and you don't have much time with your kids make it up on the weekends. I think you know really at the end of the day it's about the quality of time that you spend together and not just the quantity because even as a stay-at-home mom if I had my kids at home like they could be here for hours all day but if my quality if not the time that they are spent with me is not quality and I am like sidetracked on my phone trying to do business trying to do all the things except for spending time with them then I'm basically I might as well be working outside of the home and giving my attention to my job and then coming home and giving them my, my leftovers like that's like the essential of that and then if you are a mom that's working full time like do what you can do at work and and I pray for you that when you come home that you're able that you have a type of job that you can turn it off or at least Turn it off for that time that you have with your kids. Give them your quality attention. And then once they go to bed, then, you know, I used to have to do this when I had my first son and I was working full time. Like once I got off of work, the other was still stuff that I could work on, but I had to give him my full attention. Then when he went to sleep, then at nighttime, then I could do my extra stuff, my go back to work, go back to like working on my blog, um, building my social media, podcast editing, or getting up early in the morning to do those things. Like I had to sacrifice that time. And so I think at the end of the day, you know, combining, and I'm going to close with this, combining you know, my social media detox and working that part-time job for those few hours and then realizing like the time, the time that I'm spending with my kids at the end of the day, it comes down to like, what am I putting my, where am I putting my priorities and with the people who matter within my home, how can I give them more quality, um, time and more of my of myself like I did record vlogs and videos to put with this with to put with this I wanted to do like kind of like a talk over but like pretty much every video that I was watching back of myself it was for those few days that I was working and my face I think I just have like one of those resting like don't mess with me faces but looking back at myself I'm like I don't want to put that on the internet <laughs> And like made me see myself like girl like you look miserable like you're spending quality time with your kids you're helping them make pizza you're cutting up strawberries and you're ironing and you're taking care of your household but your face even even to this morning I was recording some video this morning and I was looking I'm like but your face don't look like you're happy even though you realize like this is a good thing that I'm doing and I'm glad to be doing it. Like your face does not match. Your face is not matching your efforts and your heart posture. So that's just a little food for thought too. Just to think about like where is your heart? How is your face? <laughs> does your face match up with how you feel in your heart? And you don't see it, but they see it. Like your quality time. Like do you want your quality time with your kids? Do you want the quality time with your family? Whether it's after school in the evenings or on the weekends 
do you want it to look like you're miserable and not enjoying them or do you want it to look like you are enjoying the experience even if you have your hard days like i understand we all have our hard days and hard times but like just be mindful of that like what am i presenting am i presenting somebody that really wants to be here and is loving and even though I'm spending quality time with my children, my family, do I look and do I present like I really want to be here? That's another thing because you can have quality. You can have quality all day and not be present. You can have, did I say it right? You can have quantity all day and not be present. You can have quality all day but and be present but not present like you want to be there. Like, we got to... We, we gotta you, you know what I'm saying you gotta figure that out you gotta figure that out I just want you know for the rest of this month my challenge for myself is going to be when I have time for myself it is time for myself enjoy it do all the things go big <laughs> but when it's time for my kids and my family to be home be present with them put away the phone so that means like I'm not like, that's been an ongoing thing. Don't be watch, trying to sneak and watch YouTube videos. Don't be trying to be listening to something in the earphones. Like, just be present with them and enjoy it. Like, how am I presenting? Am I presenting like I'm having fun? How is my tone of voice? Like, I listen back to myself. I'm like, girl, you sound mean. You don't sound like... You have your moments where you're like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And nice. But, like, a lot of times, like, of course, you know, because I'm... Even if I'm refereeing between the two boys and, you know, this stuff's like, okay, yeah. But, like, I don't want the majority of my voice to sound, like, miserable or angry or frustrated or irritated. My kids are able to say that quickly. Mommy, you're irritated. Mommy, you're frustrated. And I don't want that to be the story, the narrative that keeps playing in their mind. Like, to be a mom, it's frustrating and irritating. Yeah, you do get on my nerves sometimes. They understand that. I get on their nerves sometimes. We're very open and honest about that. But I don't want that to be the majority of the story that they play in their mind when they look back and remember like, Mommy, she spent time with us. We did stuff together. We hung out. We did fun stuff. But she was always frustrated and irritated. Always wanting to run, you know, wait to her room. Like, I don't I don't want that for my kids. So, yeah, that's, that's that. But... I hope this all made sense. I hope that it blessed you and that if there was anything that I said that stood out to you, like let me know in the comments or if you're listening to this on the podcast, reach out to me on Facebook at Desiree Ofori. You can come on over to my YouTube channel. You can leave a comment under this video. Um, you can even like, you know, send me a message at on my email, Desiree.Ofori at gmail.com. And just let me know, like, what are your thoughts um, about this? Do you resonate with it? Does it make sense? Do you have any tips or suggestions? If you do, like, definitely leave them in the comments so everybody else can see them too and benefit from them. But I just, this week has just been a week of, like, learning to set boundaries, respect my boundaries, respect when I feel the overwhelm. Um, let my yeses be yes. Let my noes be no. Make sure that the quality time that I spend with my family is, one that I present that I'm enjoying and and not necessarily like faking it but like really allow myself to like release all of the other responsibilities and just be present um because and that's one of the reasons why they go to bed at like 8 8 30 because I'm like I still can have a few more hours afterwards to do whatever I wanted to to go back to my life <laughs> or to catch up on housework or something so it's like you gotta do what you gotta do but yeah 
God, at the end of the day, God is good. And I just thank him for this awareness and just the opportunities and the signs that he gives me to just be more aware of my surroundings and everything. So, yeah. Well, anyways, thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. If you are not already, go ahead and subscribe on Spotify or Apple iTunes. You can follow me there and it will really help leave a five-star review if you thought that this episode was great and if you're watching this on youtube go ahead and subscribe comment if anything resonated with you below and give this a thumbs up so that other people can know that this is a great video to watch thank you guys so much and until next time be blessed Okay, one more thing before you go. If you found any value to this episode, please don't just keep it to yourself, girl. Spread the word. You never know who needs it too. So what you can do is screenshot this episode and post it to social media. Don't forget to tag me at Desiree Ofori. You can share the link with someone special or give us a rating and review on Spotify or Apple iTunes. Like I said, you just never know who else needs this. So thanks so much for your support and until next time, be blessed.